Yo, yo, yo. Are we live? Are we good? Do we, do we sound good? I think so. Guys, welcome back to Stay Frothy, the podcast you'll hate that you love. Went a little bit on a hiatus last week. That's my fault. But we're back. Regularly scheduled program. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, let's get down and dirty, straight into the nitty gritty of the podcast. You know, it dawned on me that I've never actually done an episode explaining the true meaning and or, well, not the true meaning, but how the word frothy came about and how it is the name of the podcast and how frothy is kind of like a mentality, you know, moving forward as we take this podcast to new levels. Um, Elephant in the room. Yes, Craig isn't on this one. It is what it is. Um, but back to the topic at hand, you know, I'm just going to focus this podcast solely on explaining how the word frothy came into existence. Because, you know, out of context, I don't think anyone's ever really experienced the word frothy in their day to day or used in a sentence for that matter, other than maybe for like explaining how a coffee's head is frothy. Um, Similar, but not quite my usage of the word. So this episode, guys, is going to be all about the origin of frothy and how you can be frothy in your day-to-day. <laughs> all right. So back in 2015, I believe, um, I was working for a local country club teaching tennis. Yes, I grew up playing tennis. Um, I was teaching at a local country club. I ended up getting a email on LinkedIn about a job, um, about a, an interview that I had, um, a potential job that was in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, I was super excited about it, you know, finishing up my senior year. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm about to get started with my professional career uh, in the work world, you know. So I ended up taking the interview. I get down there, I do a good job, you know, long story short, I end up getting, you know, um, fuck, why am I drawing blanks here? I end up getting, you know, the the offer to, to join the job, and so I ended up taking it. And then I move back to Raleigh, and I start this job. Lo and behold, a guy who used to go to high school with me, he was probably two years older than me. Uh, is working at the same job, right? Uh, and this dude is just an outlandish, all over the place, energetic, just ball of energy. And, you know, if you know anything about me, that is my MO. I'm all about that shit. Like, inject it into my veins. Let's fucking party. Let's do this shit. Like, that was just mirror image, spitting image of how I was like, wow professional the professional world you can still keep that same youthfulness and young personality with you and still be able to handle business so again long story short I ended up coming across a guy that uh, I had met through high school so it was cool to interact with him again in the professional business world so I wasn't necessarily like going into something blind and didn't know anybody I did have an idea of who he was um we went to a happy hour one evening and the happy hour 
uh, is basically where this word really started, right? So we get to the happy hour, and first thing he says, let's get frothy, brothers and sisters. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, this is, this is it. This is fucking it. And, you know, that was basically it. <laughs> that was the extent of how that word came about. But knowing that he said that word and the enthusiasm that he, that he said it with and, and, you know, the mindset that came with it, I, it always stuck with me to this day. And, um, you know, I'm not necessarily, like, crediting and saying, like, he maybe started it. Maybe he did. But, um, you know, I, 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 sure, let's credit him. I, I will credit him and say that, you know, like, that word was not in my vernacular until I moved down to Raleigh, North Carolina and interacted with him and saw how that shit just kind of unfolded and how you can carry out your day-to-day, still be a business professional, but still just love the shit out of what you do and have a good time doing it. And uh, that's basically the basis of, of how I've incorporated that word uh, into my day-to-day and how I came up with the idea to name the podcast Stay Frothy. Um, fast forward to now, you know, Stay Frothy has been something that I've I've now used as an outlet to express feelings, opinions, and basically just an, an uh, a platform for me to share my experiences, but also dive into things that maybe other people can relate to. Um, that's, in a nutshell, it and my podcast is not going to be that long, <laughs> but um, I will actually catch you up on everything that has transpired since last week. Um, I've been doing a little bit of interior design. I've been decorating the shit out of my apartment, and you know, I I I was FaceTiming Craig and I showed him the placement of where I put my newest poster. If this isn't the most frothy and broy shit that I could have possibly purchased and, and hung in my apartment, I got a like 36 by 40 Wolf of Wall Street poster and plastered it up. So you can see, if you see on the promo where the TV, on my promo videos where my TV is, it's like right above that on the wall that it is like facing towards the kitchen. And so I, I plastered that up there. I got a new um, shelving rack. It's like super modern, which, mind you, when it came here, I didn't read the labels, and the mail people just banged on my door. It like, sounded like somebody was trying to break in and like rob me. But uh, I'd go outside, and i try and lift the box. The box had heavy on it, but it was on the other side where I didn't see it. So I lift that box up with my back, and like I feel like I pulled some some muscles in my back, and so I've been dealing with that, and I'm sore as shit. But I was able to make it, and it looks pretty damn good. I do need to get a drill to drill that thing into the wall and uh, make it look flush and neat while it's just sitting up proper proper right in my apartment. I don't know. Things are coming. Things are coming together. You know, this time in quarantine has given me a lot more 
perspective on my space. Maybe I'm spending too much time in here, but I'm liking the way it's turning out. I'm trying to make it comfortable. If you're going to be quarantined to some place where you know, you're going to spend hours on end in it, you might as well make it dope and make it something that's you. No? I would beg to differ. I strongly agree with that being your MO. Like, you need to make sure your place is very feng shui and zen, logged in, because this is where you're going to be staying for the foreseeable future, because we got a pandemic going out here and some invisible fucking virus that's killing people. Okay, bring it back, Brad. Bring it back. I know you're upset that everything that's been transpiring over the past couple of weeks is making you a little tense, but it is what it is. Let me drink my beer. In other news, um, I just got an Xbox. My Xbox finally came in. Uh, I've been dabbling in the 2K space, downloaded Forza. I love some racing games. Racing games are lit. And, um, Call of Duty Warzone. It's kind of, it's like the new um, Call of Duty, but it's like a an extended map. It's like it's kind of like Fortnite, where there's a bunch of people that can join in, and you get propelled out of a or you get dropped out of a helicopter, and you parachute into the um, game map. So it's it, it it's cool. I didn't realize how shitty my skills were. Like, the last time I owned an Xbox was college, maybe senior year of college. And even then, I wasn't gaming, like, like Call of Duty, 2K, Madden, all that shit. I was doing, I was strictly FIFA, Team FIFA. And better believe, I'm going to get FIFA fired up here. But for the time that we have right now, or for the time that I have right now, I've just been focusing on 2K because I've never really gotten into it. And I'm starting to get better, you know? It's... It's a work in progress. You know, practice makes perfect, and I'm on that route. But it's been eating up some good time. I, like, I look down at my clock after playing the Xbox, and I'm like, shit, well, this day's this day's shot. So no wonder I didn't have an Xbox prior to this quarantine happening, because I would be distracted and I wouldn't get shit done. Mind you, I'm still able to get up and record this podcast. No, I did not have the Xbox last week, so that is why... That's, excuse me, that is not why uh, we didn't have a podcast last week. I actually, not to throw Craig under the bus here, but I actually reached out to him to see if we could do a podcast, and I kind of got radio silence from him, so whatever. Weird times, I'm not going to hold it against him. I'm just going to keep the content coming because I can't let the podcast die throughout all of the episodes and all the time that's been put into it. So if I have to do these solo dolo missions, I'm going to do the solo dolo mission. Um, so yeah, fun times, fun times playing my Xbox, fun times drinking. Um, you can get caught drinking in the, in this quarantine. True facts, no cap. You can get caught drinking. I'm, I'm definitely leveling out, you know, the drinking that I would have been doing had this quarantine not happened. Like it's, very mellowed out. Like you gotta, you kind of gotta give yourself rules and like restrictions because you could fall into a black hole and drink every day. Craig and I talked about this. Everything in moderation, right? You could fall into a black hole and drink every day and be a worthless piece of shit. But I like to not fall into that trap and still maintain my productivity. Uh, where was I gonna go with that? Oh, 
That being said, cooking. Cooking has been on the uptick. Now, it gets a little tricky sometimes trying to figure out and and get everything aligned with what I want to make. So backtrack again. I have a Instagram series, or I guess I could call it an Instagram series, but a series of stories on a weekly basis where I cook up meals that I'm just feeling, right? And I call it Big Dad's Big Kitchen, where all we cook is chicken. Facts, B. I mean, it's one of the dopest kitchens in the District of Columbia, If you don't believe me, why don't you tune in to my story and see the shit I'm whipping up? Not to pat myself on my own back because, you know, I don't think the shit that I make is that good. This is just me being humble here. But I, I enjoy the process of doing it at times, you know, like I think... When you're able to, to cut up the key ingredients and like put all these little things in there, it does make the flavors, it does make the taste of the food a lot better. So that's something that I've learned throughout this entire, you know, quarantine phase. Excuse me while I drink my frother. Um, is that I've got time to make this shit. And it feels super rewarding because I was able to be productive enough to get off the couch, whip up some food that is something, I mean, I'm not going to say it's similar to the stuff that I would have gotten out in DC, but it's it's something better than just frozen food or these pre-made meals. And I feel a lot more accomplished than just ordering Uber Eats or Postmates or any other of those, any other of those delivery services. So... Mind you, guys, start cooking. Start cooking shit up. I mean, it is, it's super fulfilling. And if you don't know how to cook, cooking is easy. I I think, I personally believe that. All you got to do is just follow instructions. Now, I'm not saying I was the smartest and brightest and most forward-thinking person when I was in elementary, middle, and high school, But when it comes to reading comprehension and following directions, I'm still not that great. But when it comes to cooking, I think I can kind of handle that. And so that's the point that I'm trying to make here. You can do, if you can follow simple instructions, go to the grocery store, pick out the items that those instructions entail, then that's, that's mainly, that's the hardest part. Because once you have it there, then all you got to do is like, okay, half a cup of this one cup of this, cut up one onion, like what more else is there? And then you throw it in the pot. And if you have a slow cooker, then you are cooking with motherfucking gas, people. Well, technically electricity, but you know what I'm saying. You get the point, right? It is, you let the, once you do all the preparation, the cooking does itself. So it's not rocket science, but again, I've enjoyed making these meals because I feel a sense of fulfillment and coming out of a quarantine, I'm going to be able to cook for, say, my friends, my family. My family's been mad. They've been big gung-ho about the food that I've been whipping up. They're like, when this shit's over, you're cooking for us. And I'm like, damn, I opened up Pandora's box because I still need moms to cook up that good good and my sister to cook up that good shit come Thanksgiving time, but you know, on the regular, regular, I'll, you know, I'll, 
I'll whip up something because I love them. You know, that's my fam. But again, cook up stuff for your fam. Cook up stuff for your friends. If, if eventually I end up with a significant other, boom, baby. I'm Chef Big Dad in Big Dad's Big Kitchen. Wow points. They're going to be interstellar through the roof, folks. Through the goddamn roof. Um, yeah, crazy. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. But um, tapping into all these different things, it's like I'm keeping myself busy. I'm having fun for the most part. I'm not going to lie. Not all of it's been fun. We're going on like what? Week seven? Week seven of quarantine? I've been getting down sometimes. There's been some times where I'm like, fuck. Shoot me. This is this is terrible. This is unbearable. But at the end of the day, I know I'm going to be one strong ass dude coming out of this knowing I didn't break any rules or be a hypocrite and go anywhere and, you know, see different people and 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 I'm trying to adhere adhere to all of these restrictions that are in place so that this world shall prosper and we can move on with our goddamn lives and go back to, you know, normality and what is or what used to be the world. All right, sorry. I kind of got deep into that, but you get what I'm saying, right? Um, no cap, I miss sports. I really, really do. It's just so sad to not root for anything. You know, I'm a competitive guy. Growing up, I played sports. I played pretty much every sport, except with the exception of like hockey and lacrosse and um, what other obscure sport am I, am I missing? Doesn't matter. I played a majority of sports. So that competitive edge in me has always been there. And I just fucking miss having something competitive on TV uh, in, a, in sports form. Um Thankfully, the Jordan documentary dropped last week. And so for most of you, if you're not big on the sports, I I highly encourage you to watch the Jordan documentary because we will never, ever see an athlete of his stature, I don't think, ever again. And um, the Jordan era was when I was born, really. Well, like when Jordan was starting to go through his tear, I'm a 92 baby. So Jordan was like peak, like starting to win chips and whatnot. And uh, it's it's it was so cool to watch that documentary um, this past Sunday to like see him progress from North Carolina, seeing how he actually wanted to stay in Chapel Hill. And then, you know, Dean Smith was like, you should go pro. You need to go pro. Like this is best for you. Seeing a coach tell his his college athlete to do that for the betterment of them. It, it was truly crazy to see. And then obviously Roy Williams had high regards, not trying to get on a UNC tangent, but I mean like that is part of his story. So UNC should definitely be included. And I'm glad they included that, but this is a 10 episode series, you know, so it'll go on for the next four weeks now. And that's like the closest to sports I felt in the past seven weeks. And it's just, it was so refreshing to see something like that. But it's also great to see because, again, we weren't born, well, I wasn't born during the era of Michael Jordan playing college basketball to when he went into the 
the league to see how everything transpired and how it evolved and how it became the way it was. So, again, not to dive too deep into the into you know the sports stuff, but I'm just glad that there's some sort of sports uh, back on TV, and uh, you know it's it's been it's been enjoyable for the most part just to to sit there and, and reflect and watch on the great. He is the goat. If you have any arguments about that, just watch the documentary and shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> but seriously, um, I uh, I've been receiving, you know, some some nice words about the podcast so far, and if you are rocking with them, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I do these because sometimes I'll just sit by myself and think, you know, obviously I'm sitting by myself in quarantine and when I live by myself, but you know, again, I, I think, and there's some things where I'm like, that should be, you know, and Craig could probably agree with me here. That should be put on a podcast or like that should be made into content. That should be something expressed and and see what, what the general consensus is on it. Um, and I thoroughly enjoy doing this, you know, Maybe I'm getting better at doing these one-on-one or the solo dolo missions, but again, to, to, to tie it all back into the origin of frothy and staying frothy, right? You know, frothy is a word that I use to help me remember, you know, as bad as things may seem or as bad as things can get, may get, um, you always got to remember that there is a sense of youthfulness and a sense of of like fun there you always need to keep that sense of youth um tucked into into your you know your personal self your personality because i think personally that's all you've got you know you can keep aging and you can keep thinking like i got to be the most mature person and i got to be super serious all the time and like as i get older you know i'm more professional and blah 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 and this is you know f- fuck that shit i think it's a it's a balance you got to have that professional aspect i agree you got to have a sense of maturity but then again too much of of one thing can make somebody go absolutely bananas and insane and lose sense of reality. So with that being said, you got to have that sense of frothiness. You got to stay frothy through everything that you experience in your life because that's always going to bring you back to the memories that gave you the most happiness, that you know, gave you the most experiences, that taught you those things, that taught you, you know, how you even got to the mature point to begin with, all of that is encompassing, you know, with the term froth, with the word, with the term stay frothy and the word frothy. So not to be super preachy preachy here, but I mean, I did tell you that this podcast was going to be an origin story of how it started, of how that word started. And here we are now at the end of it, this is what I'm giving you. And this is what's, this is what my thought process is in using that word. So it could sound like a stupid douchey frat word to you, but again, it's got layers to it. It's a fucking onion, you know, in Big Dad's Big Kitchen. It's an onion that has layers. And you peel back each layer 
to get to the frothiness. <laughs> if that makes sense. If I'm getting too philosophical here. <laughs> no, but I think that makes I think that makes a valid point, right? Like the frothiness is what's is all of your experiences harbored in your inner self. And throughout time, yourself grows all these layers like an onion. And as you peel back those layers relating to when you're peeling back those layers, as you dive into your personal self, as you dive into who you are as an individual, you will then in turn find the core frothiness of what is your true self. Now, I don't mean to be, you know, the Gandhi of podcasts here, but damn, I just dropped some knowledge on your head. Knowledge. All right, that was a little loud. I'm sorry to be all in your ear like that. But uh, guys, wrapping it up, thank you again for tuning in. This truly means a lot. You know, putting something in my, like taking something out of my head and putting it into reality is scary, but it's also fulfilling at the same time. So it truly means the world to me for people to take the time and listen to these. Uh, forever grateful for those people that do that. Um, and it tells me a lot about you and it and really, you know, tells me a lot about what I'm doing and whether or not it's working or not. So thank you guys again. I will see you on the next episode if Craig's on it or not. And um, I hope you guys are holding strong, staying sane in this quarantine. Remember, just keep plugging along, flatten this curve. We're going to do it. And we're going to, again, have one of the greatest fucking parties this world has ever seen when we wrap this shit up. All right, guys. Stay frothy. Peace.